Welcome to the Ether. Today's Tuesday, May 30th, 2023. Today on the Ether, about the last 40 minutes or so of the XDeFi wallet, future of swaps. Space. Let's take a listen. Much wider strategies, which um, Mensa DAO, for example, are, are going to be looking at. And, you know, there's all sorts of other stuff that we're thinking about with regards to how you can handle very, very large trades when maybe necessarily you don't have the liquidity. But for now, certainly thinking about a time-based approach, I guess not not too dissimilar um, to what, you know, Calco doing. Obviously, they, 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 they that's not, this is more like long-term DCA. We're just trying to think about someone trading um, a higher volume of tokens. Um, but I think it's kind of good that we are almost all forced to to think about ways that we can improve this experience. But yeah, for us, I, I guess, especially with the app, just to answer the question, yeah, I, we imagine that definitely um, probably looking for people to come there uh, initially or simply be trading with one of the partners, right? So whether that's Kelk or Squid or, or, or XDeFi, the cool thing is all of us in the background are working to make sure that those trades get executed in the most efficient manner. So I think that's probably the answer right there. It's like, just collaborate with as many people as you can. I mean, there's Maya coming on board too, the Cosmos ecosystem. Um, that really is, I think the, the, the strength in numbers um, is the only way to go right now. So yeah, as I say, for us, it's kind of like, what we're thinking now is look at the initial trade. Can that initial trade be executed fairly? Um, yes or no. If it's no, move on to some kind of TWAP model with um, uh, with, with bow pools that are designed for that. And then if it's the third option, um, then that's something else that's busy being worked on. But all the while, making sure that at any given step, the user is without the, w- without having to even know about it. You know, they might be going through Calc if it's really long term. They might be going through Squid. You know, it might be some kind of custom bow thing. But um, this is this is kind of I think what we need to do for now until. And you know what? Even if there was tons of liquidity, I think we should still be efficient, right? It's like maximum efficiency. So yeah, I think this kind of like multiple stepped approach is what we're thinking, just to make sure that the user kind of gets directed to uh, the best possible trade. Sorry, Emil. I know you wanted to speak. Sorry, man. No, I wasn't trying to aggressively request like for for I I just want to follow up on what you said because like I mean ultimately what we all want uh, for Cosmos I guess is like to have more liquidity more volume, um and um and fully agreed with the last sentence you said, I guess that um the you know I mean that that that's a question we need to ask ourselves as a wallet that is multi-chain right because like we 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 need to pick our battles. Uh, uh, to an extent, uh, when we decide to onboard uh, uh, an ecosystem in particular, and I mean personally, I love Cosmos like for for a long time, and I was really looking forward, you know, for us to cover Cosmos. 
um, as a user myself. Uh, but I think at the same time, we kind of saw the opportunity of like answering this, this you know, everlasting question, how do we bring liquidity into Cosmos? And I think this is really important to, to kind of like try to fix it in the first place as well, because um, a lot of things are going to follow uh, uh, after that happens. And for us, as, as a wallet that is, um, that is agnostic, uh, uh, you know, by nature, um, we, we kind of saw the opportunity to say, all right, so we do have a wallet that supports like, you know, like EVM networks, like Solana, Near, like UTXOs and so on. How do we build the best uh, tools leveraging what you guys are building already? And, and obviously, I mean, the school integration is, is basically done. Like it's in QA, it's going to be released like in the next two weeks, maybe before, let's see. Um, but it's, it's for us to ask ourselves, okay, how can we bring liquidity into Cosmos? And I think there are several like reasons why, um, or, I mean, why there, there isn't as much uh, liquidity in Cosmos as we would like to. Uh, but one of them is because the UX sucks to, 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 to migrate funds into Cosmos. That's that just like the, the honest truth. Because if you look at it like, um, or at least from my angle right now, like if you want to bring liquidity into Cosmos, you're going to have to use two different wallets. You're going to have to use a third-party interface. You're going to have to, it's going to be a lot of hassle. Generally, you're going to have like, uh, um, uh, uh, you're going to bridge like so, some, some assets into Cosmos. You're going to end up like on the chain for which you don't really have gas. It's kind of complicated for you to actually like uh, uh, um, uh, uh, get some, some, some gas like on a given address because for, for X reasons, like uh, there is, I mean, the gas token is not listed on the sex that you can easily like access or, the 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 the, the on-run provider you're using like is not like listing the gas token and so on. So, I think since since we're moving into Cosmos and just to make this clear, like this is going to be our main focus going forward, uh, the Cosmos ecosystem. We really tried like to think, you know, with with, with people like Fig and, and Squid, how can we best move this liquidity into Cosmos from from the EVN space and from other ecosystems? And I, I, I think this is exactly what we're trying to achieve with uh, the Squid integration and uh, and, uh, and and the routing API that we've built. To funnel more liquidity into Cosmos and 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 you know make it super simple for people to actually move their assets into Cosmos and and uh, and and use all, all the incredible products that you guys are building. Um, I, I just wanted to mention that because like I, I think that's the root cause of a lot of issues in Cosmos and 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 I guess that like trying to to to, to bring on then that that liquidity from other ecosystems is absolutely key for us uh, in the medium term and the long term for the Cosmos ecosystem as well. Yeah, I think Emil definitely has a huge point there. Um, sorry, Fig, just going to add there, like liquidity in the Cosmos has been a huge issue for quite some time. And whether it's Kujira, Osmosis, you know, everyone's kind of striving to create different ways to have that liquidity. And Emil, you guys with XT5 really were some of the first with implementing um, swaps through ThorChain and allowing people to kind of onboard. And now we're just waiting for Squid to allow Cosmos to Cosmos. Uh, transfers but uh fig you did have something to say there yeah i was just going to quickly chime in and throw it back at emil saying that um onboarding yeah onboarding is definitely the getting liquidity over to the cosmos is so hard but um it's also the wallet issues the thing blocking us like being able to interact with different vms and different um you know chains which have different private keys as well it's going to be I mean, it is insane what you guys are doing. And um, I think for cross-chain generally, the, the wallet issue is super underrated. Like even in just the fact that inside MetaMask you have to switch network at all is like insane to me. And I think the MetaMask team regret it like themselves, but that there's so much room for innovation and improving the user experience that the wallet at the wallet level just wanted to give you guys credit because you are 
saying a lot of nice things about all of us. Shameless plug. Thanks, dude. No, I, I think that you, you have a huge point there. It's uh, not easy to bring new liquidity into an ecosystem when a user has to create a completely new wallet, deal with a new wallet situation. Um, and then, you know, on Cosmos, you also have to deal with multiple different types of chains. It's not like on EVM, you have a single wallet and then it's relatively easy to just hop onto a new chain and it gets semi-automatically added nowadays back in the day i still remember i had to input the, the chain code and uh, make sure i'm like adding the correct chain otherwise i can get rugged but now metamask just kind of connects and adds it all um i think xd5 is doing something huge there with with cosmos because even with kepler it, it can be so complicated to try to use different things um Kyung, you did have something to say i'd love to hear yeah, I just want to add a different perspective about uh, bringing liquidity. So I believe like uh, because DeFi MAU is still only less than half a million right now. So a stealing EVM users is not a solution. I think like uh, uh, because it is like 0.01% of global population, still adoption is just nothing right now. So I believe... Uh, to see the longer uh, perspective, I think we need to be prepared for uh, 1% of the global population using DeFi. So uh, in that case, I think like uh, in Cosmos, every uh, consensus and uh, Cosmos stack is not ready for this uh, mass adoption. And, and when it comes, uh, I think uh, the technology who, which uh, are prepared will survive uh, and Cosmos is not prepared. So I think um, I think um, one of the uh, condition uh, for us to uh, welcome this like global population coming into DeFi uh, is to prepare our technology, which is not ready. So I think this is one of the uh, most important part uh, to uh, uh, be a game changer in, in mass adoption phase because uh, like EVM chains, uh, uh, general purpose chains, uh, they'll they'll never survive with this uh, situation. So I think like there will be like hundreds of chains. Uh, Cosmos will be the end game. And then uh, this Cosmos technology should be ready for this uh, mass adoption technology. Dov, uh, you want to chime in there? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so one thing I wanted to add on to what you've all been saying, and um, it might be something pretty obvious, but um, one thing we are definitely seeing is the builders coming to the Cosmos, right, in various ways, right, and largely around the Cosmos SDK. So I think that is quite interesting. When you look at the sheer numbers of people moving, um, I think that well, the, the reason I'm mentioning that is that often – you know the builders kind of lead the way, and then people follow. Um, and it's kind of it's kind of somewhat ironic that we, I think, have. Um, I, I don't know if you can believe all the numbers, but you know if you can believe uh, <laughs> random people on Twitter, um, it does look like there's by far the biggest growth in builders coming to Cosmos. So that for me is usually a sign of things to come. But then, as we've all mentioned, what we lack um, is this kind of real native, very, very native onboarding experience. 
which, you know, dare I say it, you know, UST, obviously, you know, back in the day, um, when you when when you had this kind of like one, I guess, stable coin that seemed to be ruling them all, uh, you could just, you know, bang that in from any centralized exchange. You only have you only have to expose yourself to that that sex for you know five minutes, which is which I think is more than acceptable, right? Like we're all in this to to power like decentralization, but you you still have to on ramp from somewhere, um, and I think. Obviously, the work that you know the XDFI team and Squid are doing is just fantastic. But right now, I really feel like we're working with what we have, um, and that's maybe important to realize. Like, we have the fastest growing developer ecosystem, with as you've all mentioned, the hardest routes to get in, which is kind of crazy, right? Um, all these other ecosystems just pretty much have this dead easy kind of oh, okay, you know, grab a stable from here, stick it in, and off you go. Um, and so, you know, who knows? It, it, is the is the native USDC thing the silver bullet? Um, it, it 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 may well be. I'm I'm not I'm not talking. I'm I'm not. This isn't a a, a space about USDC and centralization of of stables. But I think you know what I mean. Is that something that makes all of our lives much easier? I think in terms of liquidity. And that th these kind of issues of getting, you know, actually getting liquidity, th th that initial liquidity in and being able to pay um, the gas in that that token. I mean, that's something that we've worked super hard on, uh, specifically with with um, Squid, I guess, um, in terms of with the Sonar app, uh, it's going to be dead easy to change gas. But yes, you, you know, you still need something to pay gas within the beginning. And so... Uh, and I know this is a huge problem. Like even with there's a there, there are a bunch of ecosystems that that still uh, struggle with that. Um, obviously, with the, the wallets, MetaMask, XDFi, all leaning towards being more multi-chain. Hopefully, this helps things. But yeah, I guess we still have to remember that uh, we are still one of the hardest ecosystems to actually get into, as others have mentioned. And I think. We, there is going to be a point. There's going to be a tipping point when this has been absolutely solved. I think a lot of the people on this call are going to be pretty instrumental in doing that. And when it does, you're going to have an ecosystem that literally has more builders per capita as a percentage flooding in, and the rest is going to follow. So there's more more of a general statement, but I do really feel encouraged by that. If you if you know if you think about the quality of of DApps and uh, I'd say the variety as well. Uh, I think it's pretty special, right? Um, I think we can all agree there. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff going on, but I think in combination with the likes of Squid, with the, with wallet providers uh, like XDFi, I think it's going to be very, very different when the tables suddenly turn and it becomes as easy to to get into that. You know, I, I yeah, I, the the wallet thing for sure. Um, it's something to to be aware of um, in terms of the trickiness of setting up a new wallet. You know, we, we we've tackled that problem with MetaMask. Like you can res restore MetaMask uh, through through to Sonar, and we'd love to do that as well with XDFi and and multiple other partners. So I think everyone just needs to keep on working over the next few months to make sure that we crack that. Because if we crack that, and then we get this opportunity to have a very, very, very easy onboarding from any centralized exchange, then I think the game changes overnight almost. So, um, yeah. 
Yeah, um, Aiden does have to drop off soon, so would love to hear a tiny, tiny bit before he leaves. Um, just some closing words, and then we can kind of continue conversation. Um, Aiden. Yeah, cool. I mean, I mean, pretty much everything Dove said was, I feel like, bang on the money. I think, as a whole, I think to to move this space forwards, we sort of have to. I think some of these some of these wallets that are coming out are doing an amazing job of this. It's just like fully abstract away um, <laughs> any notion of the chain that is that is ironically powering this financial transformation. Um, so I think it's going to be really interesting to see how, how this space um, progresses on that front in the in the coming months as we see things like account abstraction um, actually get realized and implemented. I know that's something that we'll definitely be looking at. Um, yeah, so. That's all I have to say really on that. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thanks, Aiden. Looking forward to what you guys are building um, and everything that's coming out. Uh, Emil, you had something else you want to add here um, as we go on with like the whole user interaction with wallets. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Like onboarding is uh, absolutely key. And Dove, I'd love to, I'd love to have like a, an offline discussion with you. That, that, that'd be super interesting. Um, I think just to, 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 um, to answer Young, um, so the, I, I fully agree with all the figures you gave, you know, I mean, this is a no brainer, right? Um, I think I, I didn't really mean, it's not a one-sided thing as in like, it's not just stealing like, uh, EVM users for me, for me, um, liquidity is called liquidity for a reason, right? Like it's like water, it has to flow. Uh, so, uh, it has to, uh, be able to go from Cosmos to EVM to EVM to Cosmos and so on. That's more what I meant. Um, and I think there was some 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 sort of reflexivity here that 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 obviously like would bring on even more liquidity as it's more seamless to actually migrate funds from an ecosystem to another. Um, I don't think there was like a, a, a silver bullet whereby uh, uh, we bring easily like liquidity into Cosmos uh, from the EVM and like we win. I, I absolutely don't believe that, but I really do believe that like there is a, a real need like to to uh, to make it easier uh, for people to migrate funds from an ecosystem to another. It doesn't really matter like which way it is. Um, just just to clarify that bit. Yeah, I think you you definitely have something there. I think um, Hyung really had that that point made on liquidity right now doesn't really matter. Um, just the amount of users is so small that uh, kind of positioning yourself as just competing with EVM or competing with other um, current you know crypto platforms is very limiting considering the space is in such a small position right now and like whether it takes two percent of the world to onboard into DeFi, that that makes such a huge splash in the space that really you just have to position yourself in such a way that you can actually onboard those users rather than uh, taking a piece of the pie from others you just got to grow the pie bigger um and i do think things like xdefi and squid that are actually allowing users to abstract abstract that underlying tech that is very complicated. You know, when we see the internet, we don't know about IP addresses. 90% of people don't know about servers, about how the internet actually works, what internet they're using, but they know that they go to Google and that platform works and they go to whatever else and that that easily works. So definitely things that solve that first user interaction is what can actually onboard users rather than going deep into the technicals of how things might actually solve something. So it's definitely interesting points from everyone on how they're onboarding or just preparing themselves for onboarding things.
Yeah, definitely. Julian, if, if I could just add one more point. So um, <clears throat> something else that people may not realize um, is that um, I guess just how uh, sort of new uh, the Cosmos ecosystem is viewed by um, like some of the big players in the background. So for example, um, <clears throat> if Kujira, and not saying we're, we, you know, we're, we're not like, you know, like a massive chain in the, even in the ecosystem, I, I guess we're, you know, we're okay. Like, you know, we're growing and, and all the rest of it. And obviously great community, you know, all these things that are exciting, but when you, and, and I know it'll be the same for everyone on this call, when you go to uh, the providers, just for example, like Fireblocks, right? If you want to look into anything kind of custodial related, um, they kind of just look at it and they and they go, oh, you know, uh, we're, we're we're okay where we are, and you kind of get a bit of a roadblock um, that you hit there. So if you're talking about kind of rails like that that you that you could be involved in building, um, that you can go to someone, the goats go to a, a company like that and try and say, okay, how how can we get an actual like fluid and seamless onboarding experience for example from fiat straight into a cosmos blockchain i think what a lot of people don't see is that it's still a case of hurry up and wait with a lot of those providers um of course we've got people like Cato and that that are doing a great job for uh you know i guess your your everyday user which is awesome you know you can you can go and you know get on board a couple of grand here and there um, you'll have limits, but it does work and that's cool. But if you, if you're thinking about like real, um, sort of big, big players in the space, trying to, trying to give them an easy avenue. Um, again, I, you know, go back to Terra, you know, they, they, they got that sorted because of how quickly UST was able to grow. But we now know that that probably, you know, that, 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 that probably wasn't, uh, the ideal solution. And I know that it's just kind of a matter of time. You know, we speak to these people quite a lot. And so I guess I just wanted to point out that there is also kind of an institutional layer that that kind of sits on the top. So for example, a lot of people might just be wondering, like, why why can't you just, you know, have a service that takes your real dollars or pounds or euros or whatever it is and just quickly send it into an ecosystem. I mean, we would do that tomorrow if, if, if it was that simple. But um, that's kind of how early the cosmos is. And, and I'm, I'm not saying it as a negative. I'm almost saying it as a positive. It's like um, these people are going to wake up to, I guess, the power of these ecosystems, the fact that these developers are all coming um, to the cosmos. Um, and that is going to make a, a very big difference. But yeah, the main point is just that there's like an institutional layer that you that you kind of need to break if you're gonna, you know, just go off and say, "Hey, I have the stable coin," and you know, we want to onboard like billions into the eco. So th there is also that kind of stuff to be aware of. Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot a lot of things happening and uh, still needed for the space to continue to grow. Um, we are coming up on the hour, so if anyone has questions from the audience. Um, happy to start like requesting those and uh, we'll go through those but do want to kind of ask an open question uh if anyone has a, some, something of a dark horse some long long shot bet what they kind of see the the space being like in the next two to five years maybe how the you know maybe they have some crazy prediction everything's going to go through squid and 
that they're going to become the, the ultimate wallet app chain or something. Uh, so some prediction you guys might have would be great to hear how you guys see this space evolving, um, kind of moving forward. Is this a good time for me to reveal my plans to launch an app chain and a wallet? And <laughs> it's definitely not happening in the short term. I don't know if in the long term either, but um, I think the, yeah, I think everyone's covered a lot of good points about the future. Like Hyung really respect his, um, like he's been in, in this space building for a long time. And like, I think that's a, and respect his take on us just not being as mature as like, as we think maybe, um, you got a long way to go before it's, it's usable enough for message adoption, but there's, you know, there's a lot of talk about whatever next cycle being driven by a return of good UX and, um, some of the, I think all the things we're building are, are leading to that. So definitely, I think, I think we can all be happy that we're pushing forward. Um, in terms of an actual use, um, I'm definitely interested in learning more about how we can interface with the real world, um, that interaction with real businesses and governments and the fiat system is something which I, I'm interested in. I mean, where, from my perspective, where, where a router that's connecting different chains in the fiat system is a sort of chain and it's got its own trust model and everything. It's way more complicated and harder to use, but harder to interface with. But yeah, that's that's where I, I think there might be some surprises in the, in the next few years. I mean, that's obvious, but that's my take. Yeah, I think I think that's um, that's that's really fair. I guess I just wanted to add that probably reiterate more than probably is absolutely wallet providers and um, people exactly like yourselves, right? Fig that are, that really um, are going to have to push the envelope time and time again. And I mean, just for example, like, I mean, I can give a clear example uh, for Kajira, obviously, cause that's, that's where I'm at and that's what I know. I mean, I'm sure it's the same for others that have um, interacted with squid. Um, only what, uh, maybe two months ago, but I don't know the timeline, but, but very recently it became possible to just have a literal one click, um, uh, deposit from, from MetaMask, uh, i.e. Ethereum straight into the Kajira ecosystem, right? So if you, you have, you have a MetaMask wallet, you literally, you have it there, you, you click and okay, maybe you sign two TXs, but we get there. In fact, I, I don't even know if you have you have to do that anymore. So w I think the point is, is that if you think about that that kind of progression, like what has happened in such a short time, um, this is definitely leading the way towards what we're all talking about now. Right now, obviously, it's not complete abstraction for obvious reasons. You've still got different ecosystems which are always going to exist, and you know you might still have to have multiple wallets. But if you think about it now. And this is, I guess, a large part of the call. You have Emil, uh, you know, Emil on, the, on, on this call talking about all the work they're doing. Uh, you think about people like Squid. The, 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 this isn't just kind of like lip service, right? Like these people have actually created these avenues for people to go now in one click from one ecosystem to the other. The next step, if you think about it logically, will literally just be that you don't know. You, you don't even have to know. You might not even have to 
necessarily physically move those assets. I mean, you might have to from a technical perspective, but you know what I mean. So I think if you look at the progression that's happened already, you look at the fact that only a few months ago, you couldn't literally just one-click Ethereum into the Cosmos ecosystem, right? And if you look if you look at what's happening with USDC and other assets becoming native on these various chains, I think this is something that people are going to start taking note of. They're going to start taking note of the fact that it's actually a good thing to be as native as humanly possible across different chains. And yeah, I don't know, Julian, in terms of five years, who knows? I mean, um, it might look totally different. I mean, so people might literally figure out a way to ab abstract the whole damn thing. And the blockchain becomes this lovely cluster of decentralized networks that can actually literally just live in pure harmony. I mean, if I was looking at a five-year timeline, I would probably say that's something that I would look forward to, like, like an actual harmony across every single blockchain, no matter how they built. Because I think that's kind of realistic, right? If you think about the speed of innovation, and if you think about like what I, what I said now about how it wasn't possible to do something only a few months ago, now we've done it. I reckon there's going to be a massive opportunity to actually just make sure that it no, no no end user should ever have to worry about basically anything. They can just move assets around and there's going to be all sorts of good stuff happening in the background. But I do believe that we could get to almost total abstraction in, in five years for sure. Yeah, I fully agree with you, man. Um, and um, I mean, ultimately, like, I have no idea what's going to happen in five years time. Because like, as you said, like, innovation compounds and like what you've done in the last five years, generally, you can do it in the next year or, or less. Um, but I guess, um, I mean, one thing we've been working on, because that's the thing, right? Like, it's really hard to kind of like, anticipate what's going to happen like especially when it's like out of your control uh i i think like as a wallet obviously like there are a lot of things that we can do or that we can try to do like on the long term because like it takes a lot of time to to, to build these things one of the um, the biggest feature we will release later this year i'm not going to give too much details about it but that that's going to come it's gas abstraction across all the chains we support whereby essentially people will be able to have like sort of a gas tank and deposit any stables from any chains and, and essentially like cover the gas cost like for whatever they do, uh, which will help also like a lot the bridging because a lot of the times when you're trying to do some, 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 some to go through like complicated routes, uh, uh, there is uh, um, at some point during the route, you don't have the gas token to, uh, to, to basically like uh, pay for, for the gas of a given leg. Um, and uh, or once you've migrated assets from an ecosystem to another, you don't have the gas token on the destination chain. So you cannot basically do anything with this asset you've migrated. Great, you've migrate, migrated it, but you can't do anything with it. Um, so that's something we've been working for a little while on. Um, so let, let, let's see. Um, Let's see in the coming month, uh, uh, we'll discuss more about that, probably do a space and, and let you guys know. But that, that's one of the, the, the things we've been um, heavily focusing on. And, uh, and hopefully that, that, that starts like solving some of the, the friction we have, because that's the thing, right? Like we have a lot, a lot of low cost chains now, and that's great. Uh, um, we kind of like solve like how expensive it was back in the days to use Ethereum, at least during DeFi summer. Uh, but now, like, we end up with so many chains that, like, you need to have gas on all these chains and it becomes, like, a massive headache to actually, like, manage funds on plenty of different addresses and, 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 and interacting with plenty of different blockchains. So 
um, yeah, just wanted to put this out there because for me, this is like one of the steps we took as, as a wallet provider to, uh, to improve the UX overall. Oh, thanks, Emil. I think that there's there's definitely a lot there. And I, I agree, the compounding effects in five years, we're not really going to be interacting with the same platforms we were. You know, um, I remember back in 2017, um, Etherlend, which evolved into uh, Aave, it, it was just a completely different experience. Um, you know, back then, uh, my Ether wallet and then MetaMask and just dealing with everything, it was, it was such a hassle. I remember trying to compound... Uh, farming neo on the, the neon wallet like it, it the, the space has changed so much where now i just connect to a platform and yield farm or do different things just like it, the compounding effects of just innovation has been really really coming along so it's definitely going to be interesting kind of moving forward how everyone solves the space and really as as hyung said growing the pie rather than take take away from the others in space um, so yeah, if anyone in the audience does want to come up, ask any questions, uh, you guys have access to some of the greatest minds in the space right now. So really, um, if you guys have a question, it's a great time to ask. Otherwise, yeah, would love to hear any closing thoughts you guys have, or maybe you want to share something that's coming out soon. Big, if there's, you know, Cosmos cross-chain swaps, we're, we're keen on it. <laughs> um, but yeah. If anyone else has something that they want to say, do do tell us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what we're coming out in the cosmos, it'll be solving the path unwinding problem. So you'll be able to IBC transfer between any any two chains um, in one click, even if it's multiple hops. You'll be able to track the status of those as well, and then of course you'll be able to swap between any token. Uh, in one click inside the cosmos and between Cosmos and EVM, and that's that release like we we have it working like f with fully functional in testnet now um i'm just now looking to mainnet deployments and then i'm sure there'll be a mainnet testing phase so not putting any dates on it yet but like it's it's really really close now um and then go try out the express swaps on the evm side like i still am, can't believe it when it happens it can swap between any two tokens in under 20 seconds um and we're going to, yeah, we're going to be doing a lot of um, promotion of that. And then we also, we have Optimism be coming out next week, probably. And then um, Base to um, just be adding more and more chains. Yeah, that's us. Just a shout out to Fig, like the, 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 the fast execution feature is fucking sick. Like, I mean, like, I can't wait to have it for EVM to Cosmos. That's, that's, that's sick. Oh my God, I can't wait to do it on Cosmos either. We're thinking of doing a thing where just in the interim where you'll be able to first we'll swap to avalanche because you know avalanche has a really short finality so it's it's quite even when we don't have instant execution it's only 30 seconds from avalanche to cosmos so say you're on arbitrum which would usually take 22 minutes to go to cosmos we do an instant execution to avalanche first and then immediately call the bridge still in one transaction so that you can go from arbitrum to cosmos in it'll be like 50 seconds but maybe less but yeah, I'm excited for that too. Sorry, just getting around. Yeah, I mean that's that's insane, right? And like, if okay, let's let, let's pretend that we, you know, we, we're not thinking with with a with a kind of technical brain, right? For for one second, you think about how far that's come along from from a user's perspective. You think about RBC and 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 
all of this other tech that that we've been able to improve and and expand on over the last literally few years from a user's perspective right why not at points if you have tokens on a whole bunch of ib okay let's start with ibc enabled chains even on its own like right now you have to literally like ibc from one to the other and then as people have said even then you get stuck for gas right it's not it's nowhere near a silver bullet it's like you would expect that when you're routing via other ecosystems but ignoring the the current technicalities right which i get ignoring that for a second um pretty sure that relatively soon we're going to figure out a way to just go okay well i'm moving whatever atom to to whatever the secret network it doesn't matter and the gas is kind of handled right it it, it like it could just be it could just be like a, a slight extra tax on what you're paying at the time it doesn't matter um and so i know obviously we all know the restrictions now uh, as 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 people on the panel but as far as end users are concerned why shouldn't they be, be able to do that and i'm pretty confident that that is going to end up being an option because everyone just constantly works on this stuff so um and then of course then you expand that to other ecosystems, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, this is kind of what I mean in terms of this, this, the, the grand division. It doesn't have to be something necessarily that crazy, but, you know, as, as Emil pointed out, it just, just, well, the problem of, of not having gas when you root is huge. It's like, it, it is, it is the thing really, because, um, you can use these wonderful routers out there, but you can get trapped. And I know, I know for a fact that the people on this panel are going to figure that out. Much like you've just gone from, you know, 30 minute finalities down to seconds. Can you imagine? Give it even one year. It's definitely, definitely going to be a different landscape. And then suddenly you literally have this, literally have this landscape where you, you're not even worrying about this stuff. So I think that is the really encouraging thing for, for, for me, definitely. And I'm sure everyone agrees is that. Um, the speed of innovation is there, and man, even within the cosmos, I don't, I don't see why with ad advances that that could be coming. I know it's risky for the blockchain. Who knows? Maybe your first transaction is free. Get the security risk. Blah blah blah. But yeah, as I say, I'm pretty sure that everyone's going to be able to come up with something where the user just clicks a button and goes, "Well, I just kind of want this thing over there," and I want to be able to play and they will be able to. I'm, I'm more than confident that that will happen. Kian, yeah, uh, do you have any last comments? We'd love to hear kind of what you guys are kind of doing moving forward or if you have any closing thoughts. Yeah, so I think Cosmos uh, from, from the born, I think uh, it has nature to become a cross-chain um, ecosystem, uh, which can be kind of like futuristic uh, because uh, I believe that in in uh, far future, a lot of uh, users in global, I think uh, there should be uh, millions of chains uh, and Cosmos is like uh, experimenting the future right now. So what we are challenging right now, UX or like uh, any other uh, problems we have technology, Everything is like uh, futuristic challenging. And I think like we are heading there uh, earlier than other ecosystems. So um, I believe that we should uh, focus more on this uh, cross-chain functionality, uh, like asynchronous, which is challenge, 
but I think it, it is inevitable future. So we should prepare earlier than others. That is an uh, advantage for us. So I think uh, we should uh, uh, keep uh, going. Yeah, great comments. Um, Emil, would, would love to hear kind of what's what's next with XDeFi or, you know, just closing thoughts on the, this great chat we've been having. I just leaked a massive feature, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like a lot of things. I mean, like we can continue like supporting Cosmos as best as, best as we can. We have like a Squid and Osmosis kind of, that are going to be uh, released next week uh, or, or the week or early the week after. Uh, working with Squids on um, on uh, on path unwinding. Uh, um, for now, we we have some some sort of like solution that again we discussed with Fig and Squid, like a sort that like at front end level, we, which 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 will be okay, good. But again, like there, there is better to do, uh, uh, which is something we're gonna we're gonna focus on as well, like on the Cosmos side of things. Um, adding more uh, uh, support for Cosmos chains, we have a lot coming. Uh, we have a custom RPC for EVM networks that will be released uh, probably in the next couple of months. Uh, and same for Cosmos. So that's going to be pretty easy to add any EVM networks that is not supported natively uh, um, or Cosmos chains that is not supported natively into the wallet, which is pretty important for us because obviously like we can, you know, it's really hard to integrate everything natively. We've, we've done it for 30 chains now. I mean, um, that's a lot of work, uh, and um, and we can probably do so like on the long run. But uh, in the meantime, we still need like an option for the users to, to to use these networks, interact with these networks, and yeah, the mobile app, mobile app that is going to come again like for beta testers, yeah, in the next couple of months, obviously, um, hopefully, sorry, and yeah, that, that that's pretty much it, um, and yeah, that that's pretty much it uh, for the short term. Thanks so much. Um, thanks so much, everyone, for their time. Uh, this was really awesome to hear everyone's take on how they're taking on the challenge of DeFi. Um, so really, thank you guys. Uh, looking forward to see what is being built and what you guys continue to do because it's really great for the space. So uh, thanks so much for everyone and thank you for your time. Thanks, guys. Thanks, man. Thanks for having us. See ya. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the last 40 minutes or so of the XDeFi wallet future of swap space recorded on tuesday may 30th 2023 for terraspaces.org i'm finn thanks for listening if you want to keep listening head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support now nice i'm gonna I'm tell you something when the world starts to get really bad and these mugs out here robbing, you gonna love digital currency. All these motherfuckers, they be running and gunning, and I'm all like, I'm sitting back just having fun in the sun, and then I'm like one out of a hundred, I'm just building up on it. So some of everything we built are in the last hundred upsets, you're getting salty, feeling faulty, you ain't no man. I keep robo here, grinning near the ear, throwing up anarchy, smoking toiletries, spitting philosophies. Look at the dossier, we rack like geology, there's layers to this shit, like it's sedimentary, all these little onion peels getting torn off. And buried, imagine the smell That shit is a vital experience Without knowing how you will not survive, period uh, <laughs> It's a fucking trip, man to me, if you, to me, if you listen to this, right You're getting absolutely fucking ripped to death Like on a spaceship of a life You little troglodyte bastard I hope you fucking listen I hope you come to my house soon I swear to God, man I've got fucking loads of weapons on my dogs, man Nick, you just a little rat, man Go on Fuck off, man. Do one. Fuck off. Harmony. Me and the other one. Do you look for a fucking job? You fucking idiot. You've just been fucking at my death. Fuck off.
try to change the course of the portion philosophy I'm just here for the corporation sponsor lobotomy Feels like I won the lottery like I'm ghosting this pottery Chill Demi, boy the shit's supposed to be haunting If it wasn't ain't no puzzle you would try to train your muscle Air dropping like a fatal hustle but the pay is buzzing Think of all the loss accrued just to pick up off the tricky custom I figured all those sub dows would make up for something I guess it just goes to show the fuck do I know At least it's quiet over here I like my little silo It's better than watching them fight over how to divide my time between sitting at the desk and the ride home Devs at Mickey D's, they leeching off that Wi-Fi Zapdos and Moldy shipping more than five guys Console open, waiting for the kamikaze When the flash loans bang, they feeling like paparazzi Snapshot motherfuckers We got layers, meteor jawbreaker We cracking a lot of craters We rapping a lot of pay dirt Maxing out relayers Imagine the smell, five dollar wrench to your Darth Vader it's, it's really funny uh, to us at Binance that everyone here is talking about uh, blockchain attack. We know who all the validators are, we know, we know where they live, and we're, and we're going to their house and we're with a wrench, to their, a big wrench, and we will attack them with the wrench, and then we will take their validator node physically and put it in a truck and drive it to China. Right, so this is an extension of the, the activities you performed on, on BTC, right? Uh, funding and creating these massive uh, Bitcoin mines, putting them in caves, putting them in, in uh, factories that were abandoned in the past, and also using electromagnetic pulse bombs to detonate uh, the USA and the other country mines, right? So you're now applying this strategy to, to Lunk uh, in order to take over the chain, is that correct? Uh, it's more simple. There's no uh, EMP bomb, it's just a van of men in uh, Balaclava and they have wrench and they're taking the physical validators from people's houses. They are usually very fat and they're usually uh, in the shower with, you know, with trying to wash their mice uh, droppings off their uh, clothes. So it's very simple. We just walk in and we take it. But if there is someone who is sitting at the computer or sleeping at the computer, we, uh, we hit them with the wrench really, really hard. And then they say, stop. Don't do that again. And we say, that's okay. Just mm -hmm. give us your validator note. And then they give it to us and we drive it to China. Channel Spaces.